Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Michelle. I hear you like scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, snap. Well, you've got your slashers, supernatural, campy. And I know this is you, Mark. It's not the 90s. Caller ID, bro. The voice sounds good, though. Aw, thanks. So then you've got zombie, creature feature, possession. All right, Michelle, we and... get it. No, seriously, are we talking psychological thrillers, vampires? Ooh, found footage. Boo, you whore. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. Here's Johnny. I see dead. Welcome, everybody, to Boo You Whore. My name is Michelle. I'm Mark. Mark, I know we're so excited about this one because this movie is the most underrated film of all time, Halloween Resurrection. Released in 2002, directed by Rick Rosenthal. In this movie, oh man, the main cast is pretty great. We've got Jamie Lee Curtis, our leading lady, Buster Rhymes, Tyra Banks, Bianca Kylick, Sean Patrick Thomas, and our man, Ryan Merriman. Ryan Merriman, Ryan Merman, Merriman himself. <laughs> yes, this movie. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It's just amazing that it was made. <laughs> I know. All right, let's get into the ninety-second recap. And Mark, you're yes, starting yes, us. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> okay, <Ready>? okay. <clears throat> Halloween Resurrection. This happened. This direct sequel to Halloween H two O. Twenty years. I mean, whatever. After that, so uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Remember, at the end of H two O, she chops off Michael Myers' head. She is now in a sanitarium because it turns out that the man whose head she chopped off was actually a paramedic. Michael Myers uh, broke his vocal cords or whatever, and then put the mask on him, took his clothes, and so Jamie Lee killed that paramedic instead of Michael Myers, which I think was actually a really good idea. It was a brilliant idea. Um, anyway, uh, uh, and then, and then, so Michael Myers is done. I think he, he's retired from killing. He's killed Lori. That's all he wants to do. He goes back to his house, and then he, uh, there's a group of kids who are, uh, with so there's basically this reality show that's going to be happening uh, online, which is way before its time. And Busta Rhymes, Freddie, is the director, and he picks all these college kids who happen to all be, like, really good friends, which is weird that that happened. And so they have to investigate his house, uh, Michael Myers' house, not Busta Rhymes' house. And they have to see what they can find, and they're live streaming this, and they think that it's all fake. But the real Michael Myers shows up and starts killing everybody, man. And so Sarah, she's like our our hero, and she's 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 texting Deckard. What's a Deckard? And and he's saving her life and helping her get out of the house. And so by the end, uh, Michael gets his balls shot and he dies, but he didn't really die because he woke up in the morgue. Bam! We did it. <laughs> Not really, but we pretty it. much, we pretty much, pretty much. And I just want to point out, Sarah uh, was not texting Decker. She was using a fucking Palm Pilot well, it way was like before text. Historic texting. I know, and like I the mean... words were like, there was so bad too. He was like, she'd be like, where is he? And he'd be like, P E H E I S C O M. And he'd be like, in any reality, Michael Miles just come behind you and stab you. But he's like, where is he? He. But I was so jealous. Like, I remember being a kid and wanting one of those so bad. I was like, they're sending messages to each other and they're not even of on a computer. Of course, wanted one. Of course, yes. Of course, I wanted one too. But it's so fucking goofy. 
<laughs> I love it. But that that only that only is a tidbit of the technology they're using. The the whole new of it all in the two thousand two of it all. The technology they're using. Bro, it's a whole. It's all a webcast. I was so impressed that they were live streaming on dial up. Like how? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Like, that is so true. And here's a question: Did they have sound? I mean, yeah, because she said she she was talking to him. She was That's talking right. to Deckard. They had cameras attached to their uh, heads, so when they would uh, take him off, they could you know uh, talk. And uh, she was like, "Deckard, where is he?" And that's when he would slowly type out, "He's right behind you." <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know if they had sound because, like, later on in the movie, like Buster Rhymes gets busted as being like <laughs> Buster Rhymes gets busted. That's funny. Uh, Buster Rhymes <laughs> gets busted as being Michael, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, turn off your cameras!" And I'm like, "Didn't the whole audience just hear that?" And then they pretend like nothing happened. They didn't hear it because he's like this. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. And they had like a little slit in the Michael Myers mask too. And it's it's moving. You need to get your ass back downstairs. <laughs> it was so good. I play Michael Myers. <laughs> That's like, I love that part, and I've always loved that part. And he even, like, thumps fucking Michael Myers in the head. And he doesn't, I, I feel like Michael Myers is just like, damn, respect, man. All right, I'm going to go this way. Shit, I feel a little, uh, I feel kind of like a bitch right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. This movie is a comedy. What, is do you a think comedy. they even tried, like, to make it scary? Like, was it supposed to be scary at all? I mean, you can tell a lot. I mean, there were so many jokes in the that were that were in the script. They were trying to make it, you know, not as scary as H two O. The whole thing was like they weren't prepared. They only did this because of the success of H two O, and so they wanted to hurry up and mm-hmm. rush in with a whole new thing. And it was like, okay, can I just tell you some of the titles they were going to work with? Uh, please. Halloween: The Homecoming. H two K: Evil Never Dies. MichaelMyers.com. MichaelMyers.com. They couldn't use it because it was taken. The domain was taken. <laughs> Halloween Homecoming sounds funny because I'm like, I picture them all at a football game and a school dance. But they went with Resurrection because they wanted to make sure people knew that Michael Myers was back. And that was like a whole big thing, actually. Like, the the whole thing is like with the Halloween, they, they can't kill Michael Myers. You're not, like, no. I, I, I guess you can. Now Halloween ends, but like... Mm. The other ones were there was just like a rule. It was like you can't kill him because we gotta keep making money off of him. No, it's because he's a legend, Mark. It has nothing to do with money. <laughs> of course. This is one of the things I do love about the movie, though, is how they explain how he's alive in this. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the whole Jamie Lee Curtis scene because it's so oh short. My gosh. It's so short because she didn't want to do this fucking movie. Which is like <laughs> she wanted to end with H2O, which I think would have been great. A great ending for her, yes. But would have been. she was contractually obligated. So she was like, then you're going to have to fucking kill me because I'm not doing anymore. And <laughs> yeah, I'm only doing so much. She, Her and John Carpenter talk so much shit about this movie. It was just like, here's the thing. Everyone who knows me know, like... People would assume I would hate Halloween Resurrection, right? Because I'm such a Michael Myers fan of Big Halloween. No, I love this movie. I watched it so much in junior high. I think this movie is a is great. It's <laughs> it's a masterpiece. I don't know why Jamie Lee Curtis wouldn't want to be a part of it, but mm-hmm. I will say that when she pulls her little trap on the on the roof, there is no way she would have fallen for Michael's trick. 
when he's like, come here, here, let me try to take off my mask. I she know. Would not have that. I'm just like, and first of all, take off your mask. I don't know what you look like, asshole. <laughs> I've never seen your face. How am I supposed to? First of all, you were just chasing me. Hey, <laughs> I've never thinking. seen your fucking face. <laughs> I gotta make sure. What are you gonna make sure of, Jamie? <laughs> Okay, I've never even realized that point that he was chasing her. So why would it be like a like why would it be a random innocent person? I've never even realized that that's the thing. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. I've also wondered. Oh my god. I've always thought like, does she even know what he looks like? Like, how's she gonna know if it's him? No, she's never seen him since the original. She's always worn a mask. He has no idea. How do you know? Maybe like. she saw him off screen or something. Well, that was another direction they were going to go with this. They were going to have a whole this what? whole fucking thing in a trial. No. Like you know, on fucking trial. Yes. And the a, a blood bath was going to be taking place in like the courthouse. Um What? Yes. That sounds kind of awesome. But yes, but with that like was he going to be in a mask on, <laughs> in the courtroom? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but no, yes, she one hundred percent would not have fallen for that, and that was silly. But obviously, now it makes sense. Now that you told me she did not want to be a part of this, and she wanted to die. But man, how great is that kiss? And then I'll see you in hell. Bam! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Now I will say, when I did see, I, I mean, I don't, maybe it's just me. I just love my my scream queens, but I hated that she died. I was like, I was, or I was just like, not this early. I was like, kill her at the end of the movie. But mm -hmm. she only contractually, she only had to do a little bit of it. So she, they were either like beginning or end, and they were gonna use her as an end as a Michael. That was another. What? That was another. Yep, all these killings were gonna happen. They were gonna unmask him, and it was gonna be fucking glory. Shut up! I've never known that. And like, how yes. would you have felt about that? Like, if they did that, like, would you have thought it was dumb? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> There's so many things I can think are dumb. I, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Because just like they did that in Halloween. I mean, with Jamie, right? Uh, uh, Danielle Harris's character, Jamie, uh, yeah, Lori's yeah. daughter. She, she stabs she, her mom when she's yeah, when she's yeah. touched by Michael or whatever. So and J and whoa, Jamie Lee, and whoa. Jamie <laughs> that sounded a little wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> creepy uncle. <laughs> he is a creepy uncle. Yeah, a literal. He literally creeps around. It's true. Her uncle's the boogeyman. <laughs> you know, when, remember when Jamie holds, uh, well, reaches out for his hand in H2O? They like mm -hmm. touch fingers. So maybe that's what the direction they were think thinking oh. of going. Maybe during that he transferred, during his death he transfers, and that's why Michael Myers is back. They were trying to explain how he comes back. But thank God, guess who, guess who told these dummies who were like, well, th you should do this. Just have him... Put on a paramedic suit and disappear into the night. Was it Busta Rhymes? <laughs> Was it really? <laughs> no, no. But it makes sense because Busta Rhymes wrote most of his lines improvised. And, of course, I mean, of course, and that's why they're so great. But it was the man himself, Kevin Williamson. Oh, well, Kevin Williamson gave them that idea. He was like, "We'll just do this," because they were like, "I don't know what to do," and I didn't know that until recently. But it makes sense because that's always been my favorite part of this movie was how they explained yeah. that death. It's so clever. That's what I was going to say. Like, that explanation is really just, like, the most... It's the most cinematic part of this movie. They set this movie up. And I'm not, like... I obviously, I agree with you. I love this movie. 
it's definitely not one of the best Halloween movies, but I do love it for what it is. But they, this movie, like, starts off so fucking strong. Like, you're like, this is gonna be so good and so creepy. Like, ooh, what's happened? Like, he killed Lori. Like, what does he do now? He's on a fucking reality show now. <laughs> but, okay, I'm trying to, like, think back to the time, and I'm guessing they did this because I remember right around the era that this came out, like, Fear.com came out, and, like, it was kind of the start of, like, Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, like, when ra- reality TV was really starting to take off. And so I feel like that's why they capitalize on that. But, I mean, I don't know what you were just saying about how this isn't one of the best Halloween movies, because you can get <laughs> right on out of here with that, because it <laughs> certainly is. It, it hurt my heart when you said that. I watch it a lot <laughs> more than... uh I mean, it's, I've seen this a lot more than the original, <laughs> because I mean, like, like you said, it was it's what we grew up with. It's like our early two thousands mm-hmm. nostalgia. I was just like Tyra Banks, man, she's fucking Eve, the doll. Dude, <laughs> like, let's let's talk about that dang <laughs> cast, man. Oh, okay, yes, so please. Sarah, uh, played by Bianca Kylick, she was actually Big Bad Carver in Bring It On. The I'm That's Big Bad Carver, awesome. yeah. The one that falls into the ground and breaks her leg. That's her. That is so funny. I love that movie, Bring It On. It's so good. Me too. And then you've got Rudy, uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. He was Derek in Save the Last Dance, obviously. I I don't see him in anything else. Oh, he was in the Barbershop movies. Uh, He was in a bunch of... (laughs) Michelle's like, blank face. (laughs) He's, uh, He's in the credits as special appearance by... Yeah. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas and I was like that has to just be because he was got so successful after Save the Last Dance because I was gonna ask because he's about a that. part of the main cast I mean he's like he's I know just as much screen time as Jin has or you know <laughs> yeah I was really confused by that I was gonna ask you if you knew because and I don't know I think that would have fit more like Jamie Lee Curtis who's exactly. in it for like five minutes Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was weird, too. I, I want to know what that means. I was probably just like a, yeah, like, I'm a big bad star because I did Save the Last Dance. Yeah, I think he was mm. just more famous than the rest of, you know, his, uh, the team, <laughs> the six his guys, people. six kids. So. And then, of course, uh, Henry Rowengardner from Rookie of the Year is in this. Uh, what's Henry his dang Rowan name? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, uh, Ian Nicholas. Ian. He's the one that kind of looks like Miles Teller, right? Mm-hmm. Ian. In the movie, his name? No, his, oh. his celebrity name. In the movie, it's... I don't even know. He's just the creepy <laughs> guy in the movie. Thomas Ian Nicholas. Thomas Ian Nicholas was Henry Rowan Gardner in the 90s, which, from Rookie of the Year. Uh, did you not watch that movie, Mark? No, it was... It, was, it sounds, what, baseball-y? Yeah, and I didn't like baseball, but I mean, I don't know. It was like a rite of passage as a white person. I'm not gonna. Li- I I love the Sandlot. I love the Sandlot. I saw that. Yeah, like, it's, it's similar times. vibe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's just more story to the Sandlot than. Uh... Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we just talked about the Sandlot now. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Yes, because Benny the Jet Rodriguez is still hot, and I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> so is James Earl Jones. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm just like, it's Mufasa. Mufasa. Can we talk about when Jamie Lee Curtis is at the sanitarium and it's like on the outside, it looks really nice. And on the inside, it's like this dump. But also the security guard that's like introduced at the very beginning. Did anyone else think that was Jordan Peele's like dad? Because it looks a lot like Jordan Peele. (laughs) They're just the boat. Like, what are they guarding? The, the gates are open. The the guy yeah. literally went out of the, the facility. And, In costume. Oh 
Harold. I love Harold. I am Harold. <laughs> I am with my masks everywhere and all my trivia knowledge of the things. Oh my God, you are. I, I, I've never even put that together. Is, the only difference is I'd have been when Michael Myers hands Harold, who is a uh, uh, fan of all a horror. Uh, I mean, all murderers, serial killers. Serial killers and he wears a clown mask like John Wayne Gacy. Um, and he has all the little trivia bits about them. Michael Myers hands him the knife that he killed Lori with, and which is like amazing for like a horror fan. <laughs> That'd be like, uh, you know, Gunnar Hansen giving you the chainsaw <laughs> that he uh, used in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then he just like takes all his mask. He's like, Michael Myers. The only Michael difference Myers. thing I would have been like, Mr. Myers, could you sign this for me, please? Could you make it out <laughs> to Harold? <laughs> My number one fan. <laughs> can you stab me with it just a little bit? Just, just a little, so I can just a little make bit. Sure. Uh, yes, but great Harold, clumsy-ass security guards. And what I don't get is like, okay, so he goes back to the other to the security room with the other security guard, and the guy's like, didn't you say you put Harold away? And it's Michael Myers walking through the basement. And like, you can't tell the difference between Harold and Michael exactly. Myers. Exactly. Harold is the short, chubby, you know, goofy guy. Michael Myers is tall, built. <laughs> like, you, you, that's Harold. Okay. Oh, Harold. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> so I know you have knowledge of this type of thing. So let me ask you. I didn't notice it any other time in the movie except for um, in the sanitarium scene. Why did Michael look like he stuck like a fork in an electric outlet? Because his hair was like so far out. I was like, was that a different wig or a different mask? Oh yeah, they all all of these. Um, but I mean, like in that particular scene, it looked extra goofy. In the in the basement scene. Yeah, but or I like, think it was the lighting. Was it? Because I mean, his hair. I saw that, and I noticed like how bright auburn it looked too yeah. it kind of looked just like yeah i think it was just the way the lighting is because it probably looks that way the rest of the movie but it's just so dark the rest of the movie so it's not the highlights aren't like popping no out, i think i don't know i think he had just come out of wherever he had been hiding and his hair was a mess and then he got back to his house and put some some hair gel and smoothed it <laughs> he out gave himself a trim in his in his random tunnel layer that's under the house like what that part was goofy. what is this underground train station that train station under the house? why is it a train station what else is it what else is it, it like, is why, why is it there he dug it uh, for what <laughs> to hide no, no. <laughs> to hide because he knew there'd be a crappy reality show in his house <laughs> my favorite thing is the fact that his first priority in coming back was okay <laughs> I got to get fresh spices for the kitchen because they're like, oh, this oregano is fresh. And I'm like, why would he replace his spices? What I like to think is just like, you know, I was like, okay, well, I killed Lori. <laughs> I think I'm going to focus on myself now. <laughs> I should start a hobby. I like cooking. I've been eating these nasty ass rats for 20 years down here. I'm going to start treating myself. <laughs> That's the first thing he does is stack his kitchen pantry maybe he just sprinkled the oregano on the rat <laughs> that is what it, but then the fucking spices come back to haunt him sean patrick thomas throws the spice in his in his eyes when they're fighting and in my mind i feel like he's like oh no betrayed by my spices don't waste i you know how hard it is for me to go out like this and buy spices <laughs> like he has to go 
purchase spices or he's just stealing spices from Ralph's or some shit like what spices like they could have thought of anything else anything else I don't know but it is one of my favorite parts it's always stuck with me it's like the first thing I gotta do. Oh god, is get some fucking spices. Oh, Mark, you you got my makeup messed oh, up. Man. I was laughing so dang hard. Um, <laughs> so is Rudy? Is Rudy like a culinary student, or does he work in the cafeteria? He, I think he's a chef. I think he's a culinary student. Yeah, he's talking about the dietary, you know, all that, all that stuff, food. You know, he probably Michael mm, Myers probably sense. went crazy because he doesn't have a well balanced diet. <laughs> That's what he says. Rats with spices. Spices, rats. (laughs) Let's go back to where, so when they're starting the show and they bring all the characters together, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Like Jen, Sarah, and Rudy go in all together. But then like they pick such weirdos for the other three. (laughs) Like, cause there's, there's the creeper, there's the music creeper, and then there's the weird girl. (laughs) Which one's the weird girl? Just the, the psychology major? Yeah, the one that always uses big words. Yeah. Okay, so all of these people look alike, look the doppelgangers. So Jen is Brittany Murphy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, the, the one who was always hitting on Brittany Murphy. What's his name in it? I forget, but he looks just like Miles Teller. I feel like they like were trying to cast these people, but they're like, you know what? We'll take you guys. They got the B version. Exactly. And then uh, what's her The one that uses the big word, she looks like uh, Judy, Judy from Scream. Oh, 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 uh, Wendy Pepperquorn. Yes, the same lot. Whoa, full circle. Wendy Pepperquorn. <laughs> Why are we forgetting your name? Judy. It's, um, uh, no. Marley. Oh, Marley, Marley, Marley. Isn't it Marley? Marley something. Marley Pepperquorn. I can't believe it. I'm having a brain fart. Marley Pepperquorn. <laughs> but yes, everybody looks like somebody. But yeah, they, they're very out there characters. I mean, Jen is pretty out there but you can tell she's just the mm-hmm. goofy one of the group and i like when she's doing like yeah. i like when they're showing the interviews with them like the pre-show interviews and i love how sarah's like um well i think and then the thing falls and she screams and that glass shatters i'm like there is no way that can happen <laughs> great segue because guess what what this bitch didn't scream once what she can't <laughs> what do you mean she can't bianca the actors apparently can't scream. Why did they cast her? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All of her screams were dubbed. All of their screams were dubbed. And a lot of them were dubbed over with um, Jen's screams. Because she can scream really well. Why didn't they just switch it? Okay, rewind. She can scream because when she fell off the top of a pyramid and bring it on, she goes, ah! and then falls down into the ground. So she can't scream. It just doesn't sound very good. <laughs> like I was like, that's literally like, you're literally a scream queen. Yeah. You're, okay. I mean, there's okay. so many women in the world who can scream, but I don't know. How did you feel about Tyra Banks being kind of put into this movie? I-, I wish she had more. And I hate that we didn't see her get killed. That's yeah. like an injustice to Tyra Banks. I think they did film her death and it just didn't make it. But they they could have cut so many other things. I know, but not the <laughs> They spices. could have cut the whole part where they're making out and where, you know, she takes off her shirt yeah. and then the, all the fake dead bodies fall on her. I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. So Freddie and Tyra know about this underground, not the under underground. This this is just like the first story of the underground tunnel that Michael Myers lives in. But then I'm like, okay, but then how does he get behind that wall? I, I'm just like not understanding because even Freddie says it later in the movie. He's like, he's been living there for down there for like 20 fucking years. It's like, well, you knew uh, about and it. And it's great. 
Mark. And it's great. Like, he has, like, the clipping. This <laughs> this movie is too complex and, and intelligent for us to figure out this. We are overanalyzing too it. Too intelligent. Michael had a tunnel that he lived in. And Freddie just, you know, threw some body parts down the little hole. And it went in there. And then there's the hole. <laughs> no, it was, like, a full-on collapsible wall. Like, uh, you sure, had yeah. to rig it. And it's, like, a whole thing. But also, Michael's little bedroom is so... <laughs> His tiny bedroom. Bed. gross and cute he has a little tiny bed with a little doll on it he has a little teddy michael myers sleeps with a little doll with wouldn't nails you pierced through its eyes but it's still a why well, do <laughs> oh <and> <laughs> uh, but uh but yes and then the rats he eats live rats and yeah. half-eaten rats he doesn't even have the decency to finish off a decent meal with the spices that he works so hard he for. doesn't even have decency to kill him I know. He, like, leaves them alive, and they're like, (laughs) 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 Did you like that? (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) All right. I need you to answer me a question, Mark, because I've I've seen this movie, like, a hundred times, and I still haven't figured it out. So earlier in the movie, they're talking about a character named Max. Uh, Freddie and Tyra are talking about this, which it's kind of funny. His name is Freddie because of, like, Freddy Krueger in a Michael Myers movie. But anyway... They say something like, hey, where's Max? And Tyra says, he's back at the hotel helping Freddy. But we never meet Max. Or like, who is that? Did We don't see him get killed because Charlie is the one that, the camera guy that gets killed. So is that a character that like had one scene and it got cut? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe like, maybe he's just, there are people with Freddy there, right? I think they're like people who are helping set up. They don't have lines or anything. But maybe he's Are maybe they? one of those people. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Like I I do I did catch that the last I watched it. He was like he's back there helping Max. Who knows? Who knows, Michelle? I mean, there's like that really was the least of my concerns. <laughs> I was like, there's so much shit going on here. Well, there was Deckard. What's a Deckard? Deckard. That's the whole thing. I was just like, what's a Deckard? Like if you're gonna what's pick out your um your online persona, like what's a Deckard? <laughs> well, it sounds like Dick. That's why I picked it. It sounds like a duck. Like, oh, there's a blue Deckard over in the pond. Mm, Deckard. Him and his friend are very Mm. goofy. Ryan Merriman is awesome. Shout out to Ryan Merriman. Yes. I had such a crush on him when I have a crush on him now, honestly. But it's a leprechaun. I loved him. And I think this was kind of one of his first, like, adult roles. What else is? I mean, not that he was, like, naked or anything, but. I wish he would have done more horror. I could definitely see him in more horror. He'd be he'd be fun. Definitely. And his, him and his little friend, they go to the party, and... <laughs> They're dressed as the Pulp Fiction characters. <laughs> Very just like, okay, couldn't do that today, but all right, all right. I know. I was thinking, I was like, Ew. You're fine, Ryan Merriman. Your friend, you need to talk to him. <laughs> right. And I remember that fancy computer room and being like, that is the coolest setup ever. <laughs> It is cool. It's still cool. Like, who has a computer that... And it's so far away. I'm like, how would you read that? It's, like, on the wall, like, 12 feet away. And, like, if you were actually on, That's, like, Those Facebook, are our concerns for people who wear glasses. How would you read that? How would you read that from way over there? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Who was your favorite kill? Ooh. Okay. This is, uh... I mean, I'd have those... I, Lori? <laughs> I felt like it had the Ooh. most impact. Mm. It was definitely the most impactful kill, even though it was a disappointing one. 
I don't know if I was impacted more by disappointment. <laughs> or, so then it's not your favorite. Yeah. I do like Jens. I love when her head oh, fucking rolls yeah. down the stairs. That That's fun. Oh, ooh, oh, there's so many good ones. I love when Michael uh, shoves the tripod in that guy's throat. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good one. When he stabs him through the tri- That's a I cool still don't one. think it would have killed that guy. But Man, that, Look at you. That's a good angle. <laughs> Like it's not a good angle. You can see the tri the tripod <laughs> leg actually. You can. That always bugged me. So conversely to your favorite hill being Jamie Lee Curtis, mine is when Michael die or quote dies. Because Freddie, it's like he could have put those things on his leg or anything. He's like, I'm gonna put these electric things on his balls. And he just bam. And then Michael, you can hear him. He's like, oh <laughs> when he goes back into the into the fire. He's like, first my spices, now this. What a fucking Halloween. Happy Halloween to me. I was just here chilling at home. All these people come in my house, breaking enter in my house. It's so true. Like Michael didn't do anything. Like in Texas, that would be completely legal to kill all these people in your house. <laughs> like, oh, you were talking about Jen with the head flying off. Sarah's all like, you can't scare us, Jen. Like, you're not going to get me again. And you wonder if Sarah thought for like half a second, like, oh, dang, Freddie made a fake Jen and her head fell off. How do you do that? <laughs> because she just kind of stands there at first. <laughs> exactly. So does Jen. I was like, Jen, why aren't you like you? Why? Why does she just stand there? I know it's for the movie. Yeah, run down the stairs, huh? To get killed. Exactly. But it's not like she's paralyzed with fear because she ran from the dead body. I don't know. Yeah. She, she makes a lot of choices, but it's actually funny. I just saw a YouTube video, and you can see the girl who plays uh, Jen. She watches the movie for the first time in 2020. She's, she never saw it before, apparently. How did she never see it? And, and, and she's just like... <laughs> but she, I mean, she likes a lot of the choices she makes, actually. And she is funny. She does make a lot of funny choices, but... I'm going to need to see that video. You're going to have to see it. It's a, great, it's a great one. Okay. I know we started to talk about this via text message. Tyra, when they're getting everything set up, she's making a coffee. <laughs> and she puts the coffee part and the milk part, and then she's stirring it with some thing. What is that thing? Can anybody tell me what that thing is? She like pulls it out and it looks like a giant sugar daddy. It looks, when she takes it out, all I know is it looks like a tampon. Ew! Well, that's what I said that, well, it looks like a tampon first, but not a, yeah. but, but yes, that's why I'm like, I think it, if anything, it's like a stir with some kind of a candy that melts in it. And I was like, well, maybe like a caramel. I was like, well, the only thing I would think of was like a sugar daddy. So maybe she was stirring it with a sugar daddy and it just got the whipped cream and the coffee foam on it. And that's why it looked all weird. But, but like, who does that? Like, have you ever seen anyone else do that? It's a, it's a cute idea. I might try it now. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody who can tell me what that product is, I would like to try I it. I thought it'd be you. Because you used to work at Starbucks. You never had sugar daddy That's sticks. why I'm so confused. Because I'm like, out of all the tools we had at Starbucks, we did not have a caramel thingy on a stick. And I don't even know if it's caramel. Like, what if that's not even a food? What if it's just like a tool? Like, Well, she's messy. That's all I know. She's she dripping coffee everywhere. <laughs> but she's enjoying herself. I know. That stressed me out. I was like, girl, you didn't have to fill it that full. I know. Sticky fingers. I'm not a fan of sticky fingers. And that's definitely some stuff. You know that garage doesn't have no wet naps. Oh, anyway. I know. I like how she's snapping and doing the finger gun at each screen. And it just happens to come on. That was real cool. Oh, yeah. I do that when I walk by uh, lights, <laughs> motion sensor lights that I know are about to pass by. Like at work, I'll go. 
<laughs> so, yep. You know what I do? And it's actually kind of making fun of him, honestly. I say, I'm Chris Angel. And then, like, do, like, a hand at it, and it'll come on. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my favorite Ryan Merriman moments? All of them? How do you pick one? I have a very specific one, because it's so cheesy. When he finally figures out that all of this is real, he calls the police, and he goes, Hello? 911? <laughs> 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 like, just like... <laughs> Did you just call? Did you just dial 911? And did they not say 911? <laughs> Hello? No. It's to establish so the audience uh, knows, know. Mark, because this it's plot is so funny. complex. They're trying to give us a bone <laughs> so that we don't have to think that hard on this yeah. part, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're giving all these, a lot of these guys are trying to give a lot of bone to these female characters. Like, mm. once they all meet, it's all sexual any windows. The whole time. It's very rapey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very rapey dynamic. I know. I think I even asked Mark, obviously not you. I think I even asked Mark. I said, were guys like really like this in the early 2000s? Because obviously Mark would know because he was in college in the <laughs> early 2000s. And he was like, not that I remember, but I went to a Baptist school. <laughs> I was like, mm, that's true. But yeah. yeah, they were so creepy. Were and you, were you like, guys like this? Yes. Yes. And he was like, you've got great legs, Donna. What time do they open? Would that be one o'clock? And I'm like, is this guy supposed to be hot? <laughs> I know with this, like, would that be one o'clock? You did a great yeah. impression. That was a great impression, Michelle. He thinks. I mean, I've been watching this for so long that I've really taken in his character, and that's why I'm so good at it, because he's just so complex. But, like, even, like, the little, like, to Sarah, they even, like, give her a bunch of shit, and they're best friends. Like, Sean Patrick Tom is like, what is that, the key to Sarah's chest? Like, yes. my goodness, what's going on? And they're, like, even putting the cameras down, the girls' shirts and shit. I know! It's, it's just too much. It's too much. Oh, so when it first shows Sarah sitting in class, did you notice that it's, like, a throwback to when Jamie Lee Curtis was sitting in class in the first movie, the original, because she's sitting there like twirling her hair. Oh. And that's what Jamie Lee Curtis was doing in the original. And and so and then she leaves class and she's on that scooter. And I was like, that's how we establish she's the cool one because she is a scooter. And I wanted a Vespa scooter. I thought the complete opposite when I saw her in that scooter. I was like, she looks goofy as fuck <gasps> on that scooter. Who drives a fucking what? Vespa in the United States of America? <laughs> Um, not only did she have the scooter, but she had the token messenger bag of the early oh. 2000s because everyone had a messenger I bag. Love, I love a good, me I still do. I love messenger bag. That's, that's my go-to usually. Um, but yes, going back to that class, her class, uh, her professor was the director, Rick Rosenthal. Was that him? Wow. Yeah, he has a little cameo on that. I yeah, didn't know that. That was him. And Rick Rosenthal directed Halloween 2, the original wow. Halloween 2. Huh, I had no idea. Yeah, so so a lot of people, yeah, were really were counting on Mr. Rosenthal to make this like a, you know, kind of like a... He was like, oh, I, I get to come back and make my big Halloween movie. And they're like, well, it's kind of like that, but we'll, we'll let you see. <laughs> I mean, there was even a version of this that Michael Myers wasn't going to come back. Ew. Because they were like, it could be kind of like Season of the Witch. You know, he wasn't that, but Ooh. Michael's can't die. <laughs> Got to keep on making money off this man. Oh my gosh, can I tell you one of the, okay, I gotta tell you, I have to tell you this because it's so funny. One of the endings that they were going to go with, Michelle, can you believe this? It's gonna be. Oh, there are alternate endings. They, yes, there are a bunch of alternate endings that they did film. There are four endings that they filmed, Michelle. Which is so cool. This was one of those scripts that they were just like rewriting and giving the actors like, you know, throughout the process. Like, and you can tell. <laughs> but, um, okay, the original ending. At the mm -hmm. Myers house yeah. burning down, 
and Michael burning in it. And then, you know, the ends, the firemen are sifting through the ash and we see a figure, I mean, it's Michael. He sits up and he stands and then he disintegrates into air. What? Into fuck, he stands and his ashes fucking disintegrate like fucking Thanos. This movie, why did they try to make this movie into like a supernatural, like, what the heck? I'm so glad they didn't go with this and that they didn't go with MichaelMyers.com <laughs> because these sound like terrible choices and I don't know who came up oh, with them. Man. Yeah, they were just trying to get that money since H2O was a hit. Wasn't there another ending where where Deckard mm-hmm. comes in and saves Sarah? And he's like, I'm Deckard. Mm-hmm. I watched it on YouTube and I was like, how would he know? And also, if they live in the same town, why have they not met? That, that ending made no sense. Well, because he's trolling her. I mean, he's not doing, like, he's not a good guy. He's trolling her. Like, she thinks he's an older guy. But it's better to be a younger guy pretending to be an older guy than an older guy pretending to be a younger guy. You're still, you're lying. You still lied to somebody. <laughs> he's lying because he likes, it's romantic, <laughs> Mark. Like, he's lying because he likes her. I like you, so... I'm going to lie to you. <laughs> How old was he? Was he supposed to be like 15? Because I feel like Ryan Merriman looked a lot older than I his little like friend. I feel like he was probably, he should have at least been a senior, hopefully in high school or something. Okay, so if he was a senior and Bianca Sarah was in college, it wouldn't be that weird. Yeah, but it's the lie. It's not a lie. He didn't necessarily lie. Well, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Ryan Merriman, so it's okay. But he saves her life. He saves her life, so maybe it's all fine. But yes, that mm-hmm. was an ending, and then there was an ending where uh, when they're looking at his uh, dead face when she says, I want to see him, Michael Myers comes back up and like grabs Freddy, and then uh, Sarah grabs one of the fire a fireman axe and axes Ooh. him in the head. That could have been a good one. But then he would have been dead, and you can't kill him. Yes, yes. See, they can't die. He can't die. That's why. I did like this. I did like seeing his uh, burnt-up face and everything. That was cool. And, like, his mask, like, fused to his skin. Yes, and his eyes. And it's like, that's that's how it would happen. They should have done that with the Halloween ends. Like, ooh. I don't even want to talk about Halloween ends. I get salty when I talk (laughs) about that movie. Um, (laughs) I do. So which which ending did you like the best? Do you think the one they stuck with is the best one? They should have left it that way? Or do you think they should have picked one of the other ones? I think it's probably the best one to leave it open, like, for another one. As a horror fan, I like that he lived, obviously. Right. I'm like, I'm just like, if you're if you're gonna kill fucking Jamie Lee Curtis, then have Michael live forever. Because then what's mm-hmm. the point? It's true. And that was kind of his deal too. Like, I mean, is he just gonna kill people who are just fucking with him now? Because he doesn't uh, like the the only reason he traveled, <laughs> he, he got some travel in to fucking California from Haddonfield to fucking kill <laughs> Lori. So like, I mean, he has like he went home. He had nothing else to do. He went home, and then those people were in his house, so he had to get rid of them. Exactly in his little train tunnel or whatever you called it. Train tunnel. <laughs> I know. I wish he had some train sets. He had some those creepy ass dolls that they made for him. They look like Sid's dolls in Toy Story. Yeah. And the 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 high chair that was weird too. That was so weird. They were like, they kept him in this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is lame. <gasps> Wait a minute. I just thought. <laughs> I just thought. Hold on. I'm sorry. What if he didn't get the spices? <laughs> Who did it, Freddie? Freddie. <laughs> I don't know. Who got what? Someone had to get them for him. Someone has fresh spices. <laughs> And I refuse to believe that Michael Myers 
whether you shoplifted or purchased purchased with American money these spices from a grocery store. American money. I refuse to believe that that's what he went to go do. And he puts them neatly in the spice cabinet, even though he's living in the fucking <laughs> underground tunnel. They're alphabetized, too, probably. <laughs> that little labels, basil. <laughs> I'm thinking what happened was he, like, broke into a grocery store overnight. Kind of like, remember how he, in the original Halloween, he broke into that store and stole the mask and everything. And he didn't buy no meats. He just stole spices. He needed to eat. He's not eating anything but rats, though, Michelle. He didn't go to the store and steal meats and chips. He, he just stole spices and came home to put them on the rats. <laughs> Michael isn't a smart man. <laughs> uh, that's That name makes me like Michael a lot more, though. I mean, he can't eat bland-ass rat. Mm. Bland-ass rat was the name of my first high school band, by the way. <laughs> um, my favorite... Okay, I guess it's a Ryan Merriman moment, but it's actually not. It's more with Sarah. Is when he texts her, don't scream. And right away she's like, no. Nah! <laughs> Which obviously wasn't even her screaming. I know. It was like, she can't. Oh, she she should have just wrote back, can't. Can't. And only it would come across C-A-N-T. <laughs> yeah, because she says, don't scream. And then she covers her mouth, nah. <laughs> Speaking of Maha. How did we forget this until right just now? That guy. Who is it? Um... What the hell? And, like, why are her underwear just hanging there? Like, I have so many questions about that one scene. Well, because that's for drying. That's like a underwear dry dry rack or something like that. Do you hang up your underwear to dry on a little twirly thing? I don't, but I've seen enough movies to know uh, what, what that is. I've never done that in my life. And, yes, it is very creepy. I wonder if that was a personal choice of the actor or if the director was like, Okay, then you're going to come in and be creepy, but then we need you to be even creepier <laughs> and fondle the underwear. I just don't know how how anyone kept a straight face through that. I know. And he has like such a like he has a long monologue just for no one for someone who's not in the movie any other time who doesn't have a name. Yeah. I was like is he like the director's son? I know. this guy got a SAG credit. <laughs> he got he got paid. Oh my god, Mark. Well, uh, he was the one that got the spices. That's why he's so important. <gasps> he got Michael's spices for him. That makes sense now. <laughs> and Michael taught him that. <laughs> <laughs> the complexities of this movie, obviously, it could be a whole podcast series on its own, but I will cut it short just because I know a lot of people don't understand and they think Halloween Resurrection sucks. <laughs> I love Halloween Resurrection. Go back and give it a watch, guys, and even if it's just for comedy's sake. Like, I don't watch it because I'm like, I need to feel scared today. <laughs> like, if I want to watch something mm -hmm. spooky, I'll watch The Exorcist. You know, if I want to watch something fun, I watch Scream, Halloween, Child's Play, something exactly. like this. So fun. I just wanted to say Michael Myers is a killer shark in baggy-ass overalls. That's all I got to say. So basically what we're what we're taking away from this is that Buster Rhymes saved this movie. Oh, he most definitely did. I mean... And I want to say that uh, real quick before, like, we leave. Like, these... When these actors are cast in these movies, they show up to work. When these rappers, I mean, when these rappers are cast in oh, these yeah, yeah. movies, and these horror films, they show up to fucking work. They give it all. LL Cool J was great in H2O. Buster Rhymes kicked it out of the fucking park in this. Uh, Ice-T and Leprechaun in the hood. 
he's in a completely different movie than everybody else because he is giving it. He is giving Finn Tutuola from SVU vibes in that movie. Like, they show up to fucking work, and I'm like, yes, thank you. More more rappers in these uh, horror movies for me. I'm all for it. It's like they don't take it too seriously and that they're just going to be unapologetically themselves. Eminem in a horror movie. Oh, my gosh. Well, so good. Halloween Resurrection is one of the best. Nostalgic. It's funny. It's, you just can't take it too seriously. Oh, no, no, no. Don't take it too seriously. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, always keep your spice cabinet fresh. That's what we've learned from this episode. Get your spices. If Michael Meyer can spice his crusty ass rats, y'all can spice your dry ass chicken. It's that simple, everybody. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Boo You Whore is hosted by Mark Gabaldon and Michelle Tate. It is produced and edited by Abby Anderson. If you want to support the show, rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Find us on all platforms at Boo You Whore Pod. Besides that, thousands of people are going to see my face. Our face? (laughs) Don't do it. That's the house where it all started. He walked its hallways, hid in its closets, dreamed in its bedrooms, helped his mother in the kitchen, watched TV in the living room with his dad, laid in his sister's bedroom. Then one day, he picked up a knife, and he never put it down again. That guy's fucking weird.